With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, all roads uh, seem to lead at this World Cup to a New Zealand-South Africa final. That's what everyone's thinking over here. I'm sure that's what everyone's thinking at home anyway, aren't they? Am I jumping the gun by a week or are we in the final? Please bring some positivity to the show. Oh, yeah. 100% we're in the final. 100% we're in the final. And uh, as I said yesterday. 100%. uh, 100 That's what we all said in 2019, Beef. We were 99% in the final in 2019. This year we're were 100%. Um, Anyone that was, you know, had the vision to get on the 550 that the TAP offered uh, two weeks ago, then you're a genius. Um, and uh, so, so therefore, the world's, the world's a great place. But no, to be honest with you, and, and like traditionally, you'd look at say England and say, oh, they could be a bit of a bit of a bit of a uh, troublesome game for for South Africa. But when you look at it, in all fairness, in the last two weeks, they were within a point of losing to Samoa, and then they they were absolutely pushed to the wire against the Fijians. So we've talked about that other side of the draw and how it's potentially been a bit of a softer trip through this is a whole different weight division like I, I know you guys I, I don't oh you were there I actually saw on your social media curse but I was there on watching on Sunday and the French uh, South African game was the equal to the All Black um, Irish game it was of huge quality it was of a level that I don't think if you've if you've been over on say what everyone and I'm not just saying it because where we've been positioned, but everyone's been saying the soft side of the draw, it's going to be a whole different change of weight division this weekend for them. And I, I'm they not haven't sure played they, a top can... five team at the World Cup. No, and and I'll be honest with you, these top, I'll say top four teams because I don't think Scotland's reached the the levels that we had hoped. But these other four teams, wow! Uh, but the performance that they dished up in that semi-finals showed the uh, the level. And I don't know if you can just go from where England was to go bang. To that another level because I'll be honest with you, I told a few people yesterday, Chris, I thought for that second half, that first 20 minutes, France were lucky to still win the game because South Africa came out and at some sort of different sort of level and if they were within a couple of metres for the space twice or three times of scoring a try. If they'd gone bang, bang after half time, then it would have been a different game again. Look, Beeb, I don't know how closely you were paying attention to that game, but when you're there live and you don't have commentary and you can't hear the referee's mic and you're just seeing players being plucked down the, uh, from the field and, and going to the tunnel to the doctors and the players going, what? What am I doing here? And then they head down the tunnel and then someone else goes back on and then another player goes down for an HA but there's been no head contact. What the heck was going on? with all these HAs for South Africa, and every single player or every forward seemed to come back on again. Even Etzebeth went and got, but he obviously got carded, but Peter Steph Dutoy went and came back. Dwayne Vermeulen went and had a rest and came back. Kwaka Smith was subbed on, came off, and then went on again. There were some crazy substitutions happening in that game. I think every forward went on twice. Yeah, and I don't know if you're suggesting anything there, Kirst. but Did you um, notice that? Oh, I, I did notice that. I don't know if you noticed the the melee 
in the tunnel uh, when Evan was in the process of getting simbined uh, because it was just before half time. Both coaching groups were down on the tunnel, ready to shoot up the tunnel, but they watched the obviously last couple of minutes from ground level. And uh, there was a few few coaches in particular that had to get marched back because a few were just getting a little bit close to the ground, maybe sort of talking uh, and projecting their opinions on trying to, I guess, talk down oh, any rusty. sanction. And so, yeah, but it wasn't just rusty. The Frenchies became involved, so it was quite uh, entertaining, uh, the little tunnel, little... <laughs> I guess placement of where they were to stand, but um, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I, I loved the weekend, Kirst. It was it was one of the great weekends of my life, apart from um, being non-contactable to the world. So um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful weekend of rugby, and as good two games as you can ever see. Look, Beave, I'm sure you found a way to keep in contact with people. <laughs> no, you you had to you had to literally. Uh, Send me some smoke signals or cross my path. Can we get and, an update uh, on the phone on phone gate, please? Go and buy a phone, Beave. <laughs> Can we? No, I've heard the story from other people, not from Beaver, so it's probably more accurate uh, from, from others that I've heard from. Can you bo- go and buy a phone? We're in Paris. You're not in the desert somewhere in Africa. Well, two things here. Um, I want to keep the same number, so that will rely on touching base with somebody in New Zealand to make sure that happens. And B, when you are putting it on your iPad and it's pinging in this one suburb, which I've been to twice now, Kirst, um, we're going again today, I'm going to take Francois, so hopefully that but taking a bit of muscle might help, um, we might just see um, me uncover this, because no one wants to start life again with a new number, I've got credit cards So you don't think you've lo- someone stolen it? You no. think it's still around, you're just so sloppy that it's fallen into a bush somewhere? No, 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 no. It was in the Uber car. But what I'm saying is I've got a lot of faith in the world and um, humanity that no one actually realises that they've got it because the cards haven't been touched. There's cards on there which if it had happened into a bad person's hands, they would have fleeced me now because I haven't, I haven't shut them down. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that that's the reason. There are so many things here. You leave your car, in the car, your phone in the Uber with all your cards and you don't shut them down so that you can try and catch the criminal. No, because they haven't used them yet. So I'm, I'm oh. thinking they're good people. And everyone knows the, the rigmarole and admin. They're not good people. They just don't know it's there. They're good people until they find it and they fleece me for my credit card account. So uh, let's just see. Let's just see how today rolls, please. Oh, okay, well, if you don't get it today, um, and please go and buy a phone. <laughs> From Look, all the gigs uh, <laughs> that you're going catching here in France that I've heard about, you can afford a wee iPhone. There's a few or not, you can buy burner phones over here, Beeve. You can buy those old school like Alcatel and Nokia phones that don't have a touch screen. That probably suit you quite well. It wouldn't want a Nokia with you a play uh, snake on worm them. game on it. Hey, just just, yes. just while we're just while we're abusing each other, um, I was telling the boys yesterday is I, I obviously I was on a mad dash to get to my um, on-field uh, appearance uh, pre-game there. No, I yeah, you were late. Help. I think they were already on air, beef. <laughs> I could, I can't control Paris traffic. I couldn't control how focused you were. Were you a bit nervous before the quarterfinal? Because uh, from a professional point of view, because I yelled out to you and I barely got a eyebrow raise. No, I wasn't nervous actually. Everyone around me was really nervous. The boys were nervous. I was excited for that game. I knew, deep down, I knew that we oh, had no, that game. I, I, I was more thinking you weren't nervous for your 
All Blacks to win. I just thought that you were obviously the quarterfinals. It was your first World Cup. You were overseas for the first time. Really, Sick the bright it. lights of the the bright lights really hit you because you've got nothing. Keep up. You, as I was as I was trying to get to Jimmy Jimmy Hamilton's show. I think I was so shocked to see you, Beef, um, down <laughs> sideline doing a little bit of work. Have to say though, you and the big Jim show did a bloody marvelous job. He's a great guy, isn't he? Big Jim. Yeah, He's a very good fella. Um, yeah, I was, I've actually been given some good feedback about that, and I didn't realise actually how good a job it did because, um, yeah, look, yeah, I'd, I'd probably a few listeners um, pre-show. You, um, so yeah, you did a you did a great job, Beef. Um, now, Kirst, uh, one thing I really enjoyed from Sky's co- um, coverage on the a weekend, I thought it was one of the best jobs Sky's done of covering a game. I thought you, they hit every single uh, note that they could, uh, and uh, Honey and Izzy back in studio were fantastic. But we need more of this in sport, uh, especially when the coverage is going back to only a New Zealand audience. This is a bit of comedy from the game and how fired up the Sky team was. So, so good. And it was just... And it, it actually so there was a go-son from Jeff Wilson. And, and a call it, ref. Uh, there was a call it. The call it was, I think, from JK that was picked up on Jeff Wilson's sideline microphone because JK lost his voice from screaming so badly at Wayne Barnes for the final four minutes uh, about all the penalties that he'd been missing. Um, yeah, it was it was fascinating watching sideline uh, with those two who couldn't sit on their seats and were so invested in that game. The video is even better. Mills Moliana is literally chomping his fingernails off. He can't watch that last few minutes. He's so nervous and just so desperate for them to kick it out. They all said, like in that moment, they just became fans. They became spectators of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think uh, I don't think there's a New Zealander there who wouldn't say that. I was, I was the same. I said to the crew yesterday because it's the most. Were you nervous? I've been in. Even after I'm, a few brews. I wasn't nervous. I was just invested. I was riding every referee decision. I was obviously telling the boys to compete at every lineout because I thought that was obviously important. So I was roaring at Brody to make sure he got up. I was co- I was coaching on the sideline. <laughs> I said to I said to uh, I said to the boys yesterday. I've never never in my life, and never did I think I would. Go to obviously need to take a um, an emergency breather halfway through a second half, so I need to dash off to the toilet. Never in my life did I ever anticipate me sprinting to a toilet and sprinting back be- through fear of missing something in the fixture. It was just one of those nights to be there, wasn't it? That was intense. That was so intense. Probably the most intense game I've ever sat through. To be honest, greatest game I've ever been to and I've ever watched. And it's hard to see, even with a South African-New Zealand final, how it will be a better game than that quarterfinal. It's a remarkable, might, remarkable might, test match. Yeah, I wouldn't rule that out just yet. I don't think it doesn't necessarily need to be better on the eye, but I think intensity, pressure, and everything else, it'll it'll be enthralling, no doubt about it. But obviously, we've got a couple of semis to get through yet, so just you know, hold up the horses, they reckon. Yeah, hold the horses. Uh, just quickly. Oh. How good was it see, to see New Zealand crush the Irish and Johnny Sexton swearing his head off at Rico Ioane and just the bad sportsmanship <laughs> that was going on on the field for a wee bit afterwards, Beeve. That must have brought a wee glint to your eye. 
Well, you must have been close. So did you hear what Rico said and, and what have you? Actually, Johnny walked past us and... I think it was just the sh- shushing gesture that he made. <laughs> I tell you what... I wish I, I heard know, what Rico, Rico said. I'd love, to, I'd love to know. I would love to know. It's, uh, it just adds to the story, doesn't it? But um, as I said to the boys yesterday, obviously that went on straight away after the game and the demoralised Irish boys, but I've never seen that from close up just how pumped up the All Blacks were. Obviously, they'd, like everyone else, they had ridden into this quarterfinal for the last two years. They knew it was all going to be on this and the relief and, ex- and adrenaline, I think, more than anything that they were showing post-game just shows how much it meant. Mm, I uh, I didn't feel sorry for the Irish. I'm I'm going to be honest in saying that, but I did feel for the French uh, fans and and for their players yesterday. That's for sure.